When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. So you want to know what's hot in the strip clubs? We are here to tell you that. Uh, My name is Danny Myers. This is Alon Fong over here. How are you, sir? Good, my man. How are you doing? Doing good, good. Okay, let's set this up a little bit, what we're doing. Uh, we've got the channel, which is what's hot in the strip clubs. And we've got a whole new audience with all the Pantheon uh, listeners that we got now that we're on their network. So let's take a second to explain what we do. First of all, we do weekly podcasts, all generated right around that whole thing of what's hot in the strip clubs. One of our weekly podcasts is something we call Panda Off the Charts. So Panda Off the Charts uh, is new music that we pick. Plus, we also have some some incredible interviews with phenomenal guests that Bob Party over at Strip Joints Music sets up for us and everything. So um, now that we got that set up, uh, along you tell them what we're doing here with our little thing called Flashback Friday. Yeah, so what we wanted to do, it's pretty simple. You know, we have five, actually seven years worth of amazing artist interviews and interactions uh, that has so much great, information about the artists about more than just the track they were showcasing but about their lives about you know their process all sorts of cool stuff and just some fun fun times as well so we wanted to share those with you and in fact uh, the older shows including the first couple i did weren't the same format we do now so you, you'll see the difference when we get back to those older shows but we wanted to bring in you know we have so many great artists from big time artists in edm and hip-hop like gashi and major laser destructo Jax jones Lexi Pantera, BMW, Kennedy, Erica, Banks from rock and roll like Bush, Steel Panther, Candlebox, The Struts, Megadeth, 10 Years, <laughs> Shaman's Harvest, and then great up-and-coming artists like Vavo, Penny Billionaires, Kurt Dimer, Broken Love, Mizio, Moon Fever, Lily Is That You, Dead Poet Society, and so many more. That's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So we have so many great interviews uh, and conversations. We wanted to bring that back to you. So what we do is we're going to, we're doing a little different. We're not going to, the flashbacks will be shorter shows. They're not going to have the entire show they're just going to have the artist interview we're not going to play all the tracks we brought you can go check that out and if you don't want to wait you can still go hear the interviews at our website which is uh what you danny you say it. uh panda off the charts.com is where these are and they are also all at what's hot itsc.com that's short for what's hot in the strip clubs show tits is in the middle name I remember the show tits <laughs> but I get so focused on that I forget the beginning part but so thanks to Pantheon uh, the platform we're on now, the Pantheon Network, we, you know, we have so many new listeners and we don't want you to think that, you know, the last couple of shows or the last couple of months are all we have. Go back and check out the other stuff. There's so much great, great uh, material there. And if you got the time and you like podcasts, I, I think you enjoy watching our show evolve. So what we got, we're going to take you back right now. This is Flashback Friday. We're going to take you back to January of 2020. Wow. Think about this, man. I mean, that doesn't sound like that long ago, but if you think about it, that was pre-COVID. Mm. That was before anybody knew what a stimulus check was. That's back when if you wore a mask into a bank, you were going to get arrested. That's we had a good, golden opportunity to talk to Josh Todd from Buck Cherry. 
And what the cool thing about this is, is uh, you all know his, his main major hit, which was Crazy Bitch. So he brought us this new remix, uh, the 2020 version of Crazy Bitch, which he took in an, in an R&B direction, and he used a rapper uh, called Wi-Fi's Funeral. So we'll get we'll listen to Josh. We're going to play about a minute of that song. This is the whole uh, that that part of the interview. So what do you say we do it, Alon? You ready? Let's go Taking into the back. time machine, my friend. Taking you back January 2020. Ah, our interview with Josh Todd. A buck cherry. This is big time. This is big time. From the band Buck Cherry, we got Josh Todd here. Well, Josh, how are you, man? What's What's up? up? I'm great, man. Uh, You know, I actually just got finished getting tattooed by uh, Mr. Kevin Quinn, who's tattooed the majority of my body. And um, (laughs) yeah, just getting my hands kind of tuned up because they need a tune job. And uh, that's it. You know, (laughs) embarking on uh, this new single we just dropped, uh, Crazy Bitch 2020, where we got to uh, collaborate with Wi Fi's Funeral, which was amazing. And you know, it's been 15 years since that song has dropped, and it's kind of taken on a life of its own. So we, you know, this is something we've been wanting to do for a long time. I'll tell you, what? 15 years, you think about that, you know, because I can remember, you know, the club I was at when I first started playing that. Amazing. What uh, what was the real decision to uh, to redo this? Is it Are you trying for a new audience as well, or just uh, give some rebirth to the 2020 uh, crazy bitch? I mean, you know, this is where it's at. Collaborations are like a big part of, you know, music today. And, you know, uh, I always liked it that Run DMC and, and Aerosmith yeah. did it back in the day, back yeah. in the day. And we wanted to kind of do our own take on it. And it's something we've been trying to get together for a few years now. And it just finally came together. You know, I, I was like, all right, I'm going to throw out this idea one more time and let's try to get it over the finish line. And uh, we had. You know, I have a great manager now, and, and really, it made it happen. Josh, man, hey, this is Elon Fong up in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I love Buck Cherry, always have from the lit-up days. I remember when that song and video, and MTV used it, and the whole crowd is rocking to that guitar <laughs> riff. Do you remember when MTV used it as the the, the breaker? And, yeah, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a magical time because we had, we had never had a hit. You know, we were a baby band right. and first record, and it was it was amazing. And... I think you guys are perfect for my question because, so Buck Cherry, you kind of like the phoenix of rock and roll, man. You guys, you know, the, did the lit up experience and then you guys kind of went away for a while and then came back stronger than ever with a new lineup and with Crazy Bitch. And so with your, you know, touring experience and business experience in, in music, you know, if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed, the Billboard Top 20 or Top 10 of 2019 rock songs, the Top 10, there were three artists in the Top 10, uh, Imagine Dragons, 21 Pilots, and Portugal the Man. All great artists, but I, most of us wouldn't consider them rock and roll, right? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, none of them. Right? So the question for me is, how do you reach a new audience and reach the masses today? Like, uh, even the word out on your last album, I didn't realize you guys had new, and I'm a fan, I didn't realize the last album had come out, which bummed me out. I'm stoked. I was listening to it today, but uh, yeah, how, how, and, you're a smart guy, great. too. You're a businessman. How do you yeah. reach a new audience and make rock and roll reach that younger core, core crowd, you know? You know, it's getting more and more challenging, you know, because you don't have a controlled marketplace anymore like you used to. You know, uh, it's like everything is diluted. Um, the attention span of people has gone down way down. It used to yeah. be like it used to be like 20 seconds and now it's down to seven <laughs> seconds. Oh, I right. swear to God, this is this yeah. is the way we're, we're living now. It's like you can get people to focus on you for seven seconds before they're on to the next thing. And, and that's really challenging when you're trying to. 
uh, get people invested in a whole record. And, and I think because of that, you know, uh, as much as I'm sure you guys don't want to hear it or some people don't want to hear it, I think the record is going to go away at some yeah. point because you, it's just the, the amount of time and, and effort that artists put into crafting songs and to get a body of work together to drop a whole record to, to only get like a, a blip in the screen when you drop it is just so uh, unsatisfying for us as artists, you know? So sure. I think everybody's going to continue, you know, they're already doing it in the hip hop and, and pop community is where they're just dropping singles, you know, and that I'm sure for more established rock bands like myself and others, you know, we're going to start getting into that single mentality as well, as much as people probably don't want to hear that. It's more viable. Uh, now, touring does well live, like for, for the rock is dead people. I know, you know, live music wise, rock's one of the most successful genres out there for live music. Um, yes. The thank and, God. And, and <laughs> th- th- that's that, you know, and we built our, reputa- our reputation on our live show. I'm so grateful for that. And we have amazing fans worldwide. And, you know, as you know, we're like, I think we were up last year for the, the most. <laughs> amount of touring for last year and that's you know that's 20 years deep in our career so you know it's pretty it's pretty cool to be able to still see that you know say that i guess yeah if you haven't seen them i've seen you guys a bunch of times great live band without a doubt man you guys put on a great show thank you so much appreciate it and we're gonna be right back with the rest of that interview in just a second hang tight so we are back, Alon Fong, Danny Myers, all part of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs. We are in the middle of playing an interview for you uh, that we did back in January 2020 with Josh Todd from Buck Cherry. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, get back to that interview. Okay, what do you say uh, we play about one minute of Crazy Bitch 2020, and uh, then we're going to come yes. back and talk about it. So, uh, hey, yeah. let's, let's do this. About a minute of it. Here we go. Crazy bitch, 2020. Amazing, like that, man. amazing. 2020. Love, 20, love it, love yeah. it. My, my first question, I, I guess, um, what I'm going to come out with is, how did you meet Wi-Fi's funeral? Well, I'm a, I'm a big hip-hop fan. I listen to a lot of hip-hop, and, and uh, you know, I mean, I feel like that's where the danger's at right now, you know? Um, yeah. God, I, I, started, I stopped listening to kind of, like, I'm not saying that there's not good rock out there, but it's just... Uh, 
you know, it doesn't mean the same to me like it used to. You know, I, I go where the, I, I like my music like I like my television. I like it unedited and raw and real and edgy. Uh, and edgy. And, you know, that's what I feel from hip hop. And even as a young kid, you know, when I remember when NWA was out, when, when I was a kid in, in my yeah. neighborhood, it was like when Straight Outta Compton dropped, it was such a big thing with all the kids. And, and I, I grew up in Orange County, California, you know, and so. I was like, we were all like, man, this is crazy. Like these dudes are gangster. It's, it was, it was, you know, it, it was intimidating and, and I want to be intimidated. You know, that's mm -hmm. what I like out of, out of music. And so when you go to the hip hop genre, it's just like, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. There's a lot of diversity between artists. Um, the craft of songwriting in the hip hop genre is really interesting to me um, because it's all kind of, carried vocally you know and right. so as a vocalist i'm really intrigued by that as a lyricist I, i'm really into it they, they a lot of these artists they have their own language on the what what they're calling you know how they're phrasing and their their, their own language and you know mm -hmm. cardi b does it so many you go down the list but um so anyways that's uh we we had a long list of people that we wanted to approach this song men and women and uh you know, it really came down to who was going to make the most sense. And while we were, we were, I don't want to talk about like all the artists we were kind of looking at at the time, but sure. it basically came down to my manager had us had a relationship with uh, Joe, uh, the producer of this track who produced the Fugees and he had uh, recorded Wi-Fi a few times. And so we uh we were actively looking for somebody we had a list and i'd sent it to my manager and so he started talking with joe and, and and then my manager called me he's like hey joe talked about this guy wi-fi's funeral um you should check him out he's he says he's like super talented and he's about to break and and i didn't know a whole lot about him so i just went on youtube and started like watching his videos and i just i liked his craft you know um I liked his phrasing and, and, and how he was approaching songs and, and you know, how he really didn't give a fuck about what he said. And I liked the way he looked. I liked the way he looked. And I'm like, this guy is the perfect guy if we can get him, you know, to invent, you know, to really wrap his head around what this could be and, and be invested in it the way we are. And, and he was totally down from, mm -hmm. from the get go, you know, from the get go. And, and that's the hard part, you know, it has taken us so long to get, this collaboration together because it's so hard to get a song in front of some of these artists because they're so heavily guarded by they have there's so many people around them yeah. that to get them to sit down and kind of focus on a track and then pitch the idea of what it could be and show them the streaming numbers and all the stuff you know you have to kind of know somebody on the inside and and that's that's what joe was like for us uh in regards to our connection with wi-fi and then once Wi-Fi heard the song, he was all in, and I sent him the lyrics, and I talked to him very briefly on the phone. He was in Europe at the time, uh, uh, doing some touring, and um, and he, he's a, he's a really nice guy, and and he connected he connected with the song right away, and literally came in and ripped that out, and awesome. you know didn't even need to give him any adjustments or tell him to do anything else except add a couple like little scats here and there, and it was done. I mean, it was. Mm. It was pretty effortless and, and fun. And, and then we got this amazing video that is dropping tomorrow. So, oh, cool. Um, oh, very Yeah, very so uh, keep a lookout for that. And, you know, and it's, and uh, we had a lot of, 
there was a lot of you know great dancers that came down in the video and you'll see all that it's a fun one to watch i look forward to it look forward to it you know um what the cool thing about this uh, Crazy Bitch 2020 is, is you're going to reach a couple of different audiences. You're going to bring in, break into the hip hop audience, audience, and yes. there's a lot of younger people that uh, were three, four years old. You know, when Crazy Bitch came out, they might not be that familiar with it. So uh, the only yes. thing that I'm wondering about is, you know, how um, how Kanye West when he did a track with Paul McCartney, everybody says, "Hey, this Kanye West is going to make this Paul McCartney guy famous." And then, of course, we did that with Post Malone and. <laughs> Ozzy, you know, Post Malone's making Ozzy famous. I just wonder if in a couple of years somebody's going to go, man, Wi-Fi's funeral. They're they're making this Josh Todd guy like they're going to make him famous. He's going to be something. But I do That's like great. the fact that this That's this great. um this you know, and it also uh, kind of re breathes even the people that like the purists that like the original. It kind of sticks that back in their head, and they'll start playing that one again as well. So uh, very good, Alon. You got a question here? No, I love the track, love the remix. You know, one of the interesting things about I'm doing remixes myself, and I like to take older tracks and remix them, and usually I pick a rock track. And it's interesting because, you know, when you do a hip-hop or a dance track, the beat is perfect, right, because you're using Ableton or whatever, versus right. uh, the live band, there's always a little swing. It's not perfect time. It's not perfect phrase, right? So one of the hard yeah. parts is chopping up the vocals. Like the original track, the guitars are really busy and really groovy, but not really on the beat. So you probably had to chop up the guitars a little bit to get them right there on the fo- on the one and on the four or what you know whatever it may have been. Uh, right. So with what you just talked about, with how the collaboration came about and tying into what we said about reaching a new audience, have you guys thought about pursuing uh, on an EP or a, a mix ta- a rock mixtape of you know trying to do a rock hip hop thing? A rock hip hop thing of this song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, of anything. A new direction, new songs, even, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, is this a thought? No, no. Like, a whole body of work, I don't yeah. know. No. Okay. Um, no, I don't think we're going to do that. We just really wanted to focus on this song and, like you said, reach a younger audience and some people that may have not have known about Wi-Fi or Buck Cherry, you know, and bring right. some new love into the mix. Everything comes down to playlists now and streaming. And, yeah. you know, since we dropped this song, I mean, the original crazy bitch had like 900,000 streams last Ooh. week, you know? So, uh, you know, it, it, it all kind of, it's all, it's good for, for both of us. And, um, and I just want to do more, more stuff creatively like this with, with other artists because yeah. I, you know, I really feel like this is the way that we, you need to start doing things because it's just changing so much. And, um, you know, here we are, we've dropped eight records, you know, and it's like, right. and like you said, it, it's, uh, it's hard to get people to listen to your records. So you have to do more creative things like getting on playlists and, and doing things like this to get people to circle around and go, Ooh, I've never heard this band. They did a version of head like a hole. They did a version of right. whatever. And they go and listen to the rest of your body of work. And then all of a sudden they're at your shows, you know? Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, yep. uh, Love the track. Much success to you on this and, and whatever future endeavors. Bob, you got something? Yeah, Bob Chipper, no. how's it working for you? It's so far so great. I mean, again, we're getting some really great reaction. Um, one of our favorite entertainers, uh, Rhea Sunshine, uh, she's gonna she's gonna be dancing to the song. I think she's gonna she's gonna do that nice. this weekend. Do nice. a little video uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I want to see, you know, because <laughs> the original listen, the original crazy bitch was really big in strip clubs. 
And oh, yeah. then, you know, as time has gone by, you hear a lot more hip hop in strip clubs now than rock. And so, and I think this is the perfect collaboration of, of a great rock strip club song, you know, coupled with uh, a great hip hop artist. And I hope that there's a lot of this going on all over the world. But Josh, I can tell you, man, as a 25 year strip club vet, you know, uh, Crazy bitch, pour some sugar on me, shook me all night long. Those are still all regularly played, and the crowd still regularly goes off. You're one of the newer yeah. songs to break into that group of rock songs that work. You know what I mean? That oh, great, still work. Great. I'll, I'll tell great. you that. There have been a lot that. of songs that, that do that from the last 15 years of rock. The nice Bless thing us, about huh? this, this, this new version is that, as you guys can attest to, is like you've got like the DJs are, are, again, for the most part, much older than the girls. So you have these right. 19, 20, 21-year-old girls dancing, and they're like a certain type of music. They want the hip-hop stuff. And you got the DJs who mostly re- lean rock but still have to play right. urban right. music for the girls. This is a perfect song because, mm-hmm. you know, the girls can be happy with the urban side and, and the, the guys like you guys that have been in the business for a while, they know they're familiar with the song. The audience is familiar with the song. So it's, you know, again, it's a win all around. So Great job, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> And also, Josh, we want to thank you on behalf of uh, Panda Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association for your shout-out video that you did uh, that we released all over our social medias uh, where you uh, you thanked strip club DJs and Panda in particular uh, for for all the success. And, uh, and, you know, on behalf of Panda, we want to thank you for that. That always makes us feel good, you know, when the artists come on and say something nice about us. My pleasure, man. I mean, it all everything goes hand in hand, you know. So uh, I appreciate it. We appreciate it, but Cherry, you know, and and I know Wi-Fi appreciates it too. There you go. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, man, um, yeah, we want to thank you so much for taking some time out today and coming on, man. It's a big time, big time. Yes, yes. the legend himself. Hey. hey, next time you get an album cycle going, make sure we know we'll have you back on. We'd love to have you on with morning music. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Okay. You thank bet. you. Okay. Appreciate. Thank it. you, Josh. Okay, Josh. Danny, man, I love hearing that interview. That was a lot of fun and uh, a lot of great information, too. Uh, a lot of the issues we've raised in the interview are still true today. You know, how does a rock band uh, grab a new audience nowadays and so on and so forth? So very cool stuff. In fact, I'm excited, Danny, because I get to go see Buck Cherry on Tuesday here in Columbus. Oh. Uh, they're in town as we were recording this, so about four or five days away. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, you know, I, it, it was kind of cool just to hear him talk about, yeah, the marketing, how the marketing has changed and everything uh, with music and, you know, not having the albums anymore and everything you have to go streaming and how, how different it is. I think we talked to a lot of artists on this show. Um, and, you know, as you were saying in the intro, uh, that we've you named uh, just a few of the guests that we've had on. We have had. Are you ready for this? Ninety nine guests Ooh. on Panda off the charts, which means coming up. Let's see, it'll release one week from this show. Uh, we will have our one hundredth guest, and uh, I can't tell you yet who it is, but I can tell you it's big time. So get ready for that. The century mark will be be achieved. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to that um, crazy bitch twenty twenty. What? You know, we've had a couple of years to play it uh, and everything. And what did you think of it now, looking back on it two years back? Yeah, I mean, it's fun to change it up. But I think, uh, especially for rock and rock aficionados, uh, that sort of track usually 
works best uh, on its own merits. You know, there were exceptions like when Aerosmith and Run DMC mashed up, you know, Walk This Way, and that was the first one that matched up rock and hip hop, right? And I think there have been some tracks that have been really well done and, and really even surpassed the original. I, I have no problem with this track. I, I definitely played it, um, but I still find the energy is just more dynamic on the original uh, for me. Um, and, and, and so the same thing with remixes. It really depends on your format, I think, too. So, uh, like, you know, you know, I like a lot of rock remixes or playing, mm-hmm. re- you know, remixes of classic tracks, uh, meaning EDM remixes. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it's a very cool track. Def- definitely loved it. And uh, I like the, the fact that it was so different. I, I, yeah, I can't add anything to that. I think exactly what you just said. Uh, it was uh, it was. I prefer the original better. Actually, you know, there's a uh, there's a mashup that was out uh that came out oh maybe 10 years ago that had uh, crazy bitch over the music of humpty dance did you ever hear that no well we full disclosure you just played it for me because i was like what are you talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's it's pretty damn cool yeah they they overlaid the vocals and guitar from crazy bitch over the bass line and drum beats of Humpty Dance. So yeah. check, you're gonna play. You're gonna play uh, yeah, let me play like just thirty seconds of yeah, it, just cool. to give you an idea how it how it went. It's right here. So that's Humpty Dance part. gives you a rough idea but if you're trying to find that that uh was called the chris james humpty dance remix the dirty because i'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to <laughs> i look funny but yo i'm making money see because i got crazy bitches all around me yeah flashback friday alon we got to keep doing more of these we've got so many artists to bring to people uh, again, we're releasing weekly shows under the show title of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs. We'll have the Panda Top 20 uh, is one week. Uh, that's our, our the top 20 songs being played in strip clubs all over the country. We have the Panda Bubbling Under. Those are the 10 songs that didn't quite make them, but uh, could be on the next one. Brand new, brand new stuff. We have Panda Off the Charts, which we've already talked to you a little bit about there. Uh, and we've got... Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's it's going to be a fun thing. We've got a lot of different shows. Uh, we might do some uh, some genre shows, some EDM shows, some our personal one hit wonder shows, rock remix shows. We're, we've got a lot of things in the works here. Uh, so make sure you follow us. That is what's hot itsc dot com. Or if you read that out, it's <laughs> show tits in the middle. I I have a friend of mine, a Hispanic friend of mine, who loves what's our hot show tits. Yeah, he says he loves it because you know how he remembers it? Show tits. He says, what? Show tits? C. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) That might be one for Enrique. (laughs) We got to get him to say that. (laughs) There you go. Alan Fong, uh, any final words? Oh, after that, oh, follow us on Instagram. Well, what's hot in the show? I can't even say it now. <laughs> That's what's hot in the strip clubs at on Instagram. Follow us up there. Thanks. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong, presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Joe did see.